Syracuse Sports Center starts now. Good morning, I'm Neil Bodeker. Tonight, Syracuse football returns to the Dome as a ranked team for the first time since 2001 to take on Louisville. The Cardinals have struggled to a 2-7 record this year, but the Cards have outscored Syracuse 118-38 over the past two years. Tonight is also senior night, the final game in the Dome for Eric Dungy and the rest of the senior class. Pre-game coverage on ESPN Radio starts at 4, live at Shaughnessy's Irish Pub and the Marriott Syracuse Downtown. Kickoff at 7 on TK99 and ESPN AM 1200. Then come on back immediately after the game for post-game with Seth Everett, live at the Saltine Warrior Sports Pub here on ESPN Radio. And last night, Wake Forest beat NC State 27-23. Wake Forest was led by third-string quarterback Jamie Newman, who threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. And on Thursday Night Football, the Steelers beat up the Panthers 52-21. Ben Roethlisberger threw for 328 yards and five touchdown passes. I'm Neil Boaker. The Daniel Baldwin Show starts now. Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. And welcome to the big show on a Friday with so much going on, I can't even tell you. I'm already stressed. (laughs) Why are you stressed? I don't know. You're just barking orders. I like it. I'm barking orders? Yeah, we need this song, this song, that song, this song, open this, that. Do your job, Seth. Jeez, <laughs> God! I, I, we're, we're, we've got a big, big thing happen. So, uh, as you know, let me review really quickly so you can know what's happening on the big show today as we lead into a Syracuse Louisville night game at the Dome. Very exciting senior night. Uh, I will be at the game. Uh, <clears throat> so, Alec, my brother, is going to be calling in uh, later, um, and we're going to be doing it after because of scheduling problems, and we'll load it up on the podcast. You'll be able to hear us. We are uh, in the last phase now of our 10-week run on the Levitard show. Um, so Dan Levitard, we told him when he boycotted because Beth, he didn't feel uh, he wanted to go on with Beth anymore, even though Beth was streaking up the sidelines with four consecutive victories. Um, Levitard sat out. So Beth loses, and it's time to produce Alec, who agrees to come on and do the show, but we put a wrinkle in it. We said... Well, what does it look like if we kick Lebetard off his own show and we have Alec come on with Jess Stugatz, myself, and, and, and our team here? So Dan decided to put that Lebetard uh, on Twitter as a poll, as they often poll different items for the Lebetard show. And in a resounding 79% yes and 21% no, um, they voted that Lebetard should step aside and allow um, the Nostra Daniel, Daniel Baldwin show with guest star Alec Baldwin be on the show and he sits out. So Levitard will be out, um, but because of scheduling for Alec, uh, we're going to have to actually, um, after our show, we're going we're gonna to do the segment and uh, we'll post it up uh, on the podcast so you can download it. Um, controversy, high controversy going on in the, in the studio this morning. Um, sitting in, of course, is Forrest Gump, Neil Buttaker. And uh, Neil uh, read the update today. Absence again is 
Joe Salzone, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Salzone, power producer of the uh, Gomez and Lisa show in the morning. Uh, went out for coffee uh, two days ago. Never came back. <laughs> never, never, came never, back. never came back. It's like my dad. Left, 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 left. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he left us hanging. Didn't say a word to anyone. Showed up as we were already going into the segment. So, uh, And then yesterday, just no show, just decided. He says he was told by Neil that he has been fired from working on the show. Not true. Not this, true. No. This I didn't know. I found yeah. this out yesterday, and I, I felt bad for kind of crapping all over Joe because he was told by Neil not to come yeah, in. Yeah, Neil no. went in and no. the, Neil sabotaged it. I said, he comes to me. He said, can you write me a sports center? Seth did not send me one. I said, I think Seth's doing it. Let me ask him. So I text Seth. Seth says, I think I am. And Joe must have taken that as he. Seth's doing it. Yeah, you want to avoid pissing into a windstorm. You want to, you want you want to avoid that at all costs here at uh, the Galaxy Media. Yep. Um, so, <clears throat> what I'm wondering is, and you tell me, Paulie, what you think about this theory. Is Neil just a lot smarter than we think? Oh, he's and he conniving. set this whole thing up because look at him smiling. He gets he gets Joe fired. I mean, you did get Joe fired, didn't you? I mean, I hope I didn't. Well, <laughs> you told him. That you'd, that he didn't have to do his job, right? But didn't that come from Polly? Yeah, or? no. Wouldn't you say? Shouldn't you talk to Polly? Yeah, maybe that? you should talk to Polly. That would be what I would have said. I I I told him I'd ask Seth. You sandbag. You sandbag Joe, didn't you? Yeah, Just you did. No, I really did. You knew we were going to bring you in. I really did. Yeah, Neil saw an opening and he took it. He did. I respect he did. it. He's OJ Simpson. <laughs> yeah, wow. So I would have gone. Home, I wouldn't yeah. like to get compared to him. <laughs> wow. And what do you care if you got Joe fired? Yeah, you just did a decent job. Doggy dog, bro. Dog. What kind of running back was OJ Neal? A good one. No, he was a slasher. But anyway, um, we'll oh. be right back. Hey, oh. I didn't realize beedy, you were going about him. I didn't think it. You did a decent job on the sports center. He did. He did. Was, he was yeah, prepared. You, you just gave it to him minutes ago. Yeah. Minutes, seconds. Yeah, so. Seconds. He came right in. He took his time. Uh, you know, he, he, missed, he mispronounced ranked, which was fine. But the other I thing see. is, why would Joe go to Neal looking for... Yeah, why does yeah, nobody <laughs> should be going to Neil for anything? Yeah. All right, let's let's do, let's do this. Let's do this because we we realize that Joe is really not that busy. He's not okay. So you put the headset down, Forrest. Go tell Salzone we want him in the studio. Tell, oh, the ban has been lifted. Tell, tell tell him we want we want an explanation. Let's tell him, let's get the, let's get this done. I'm go 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 get there. Okay, so uh, SU Louisville minus twenty one points. SU is at home in the dome on Senior Night. Um, that's a lot of wood. Three touchdowns. I mean, and, and you know what's really funny? In the update, the, the most disturbing thing was Wake beat NC State has just fallen on the sword now. They've ruined their season. Well, that's good for Syracuse. Yeah, they're. Well, are they in second? Are they in second place? Yeah, now? Those, well, now it's only them in BC. Yeah, it, it makes the chance of getting to a better bowl for sure. Oh yeah, easier, for sure. So. That second or third at large mm-hmm. ACC bid makes us look great. So if we hammer them tonight. And uh, and then Boston College has Clemson. They're going to lose that game. I yeah. don't. I don't know if SU covers tonight. I'm sure we'll talk about that in our. Well, we're going to have in our bet. We're going to have Neil up there drawing and everything. That's a lot. That's a lot of points. They That's, lost by a thousand to last Clemson. Week. I know, but SU. They lost seventy-seven to something. I I think Syracuse will beat them. Okay, here's Neil. Joe says he's busy. He's busy. A guy that's not busy is busy. He said he'll come in later if you want him to. He's just too busy. That, I those, bet are, those are his exact words. Now, was I'm, he doing I'm his toenails little, when you walked in? What was he doing? He was on the computer. I told him 
that you guys want in the studio. He said, I'm a little busy right now. Tell them if they want me to, I will come in later. Wow. Maybe Neil never even went after him. He just saying this. Yeah, see, that's it. what I mean. I don't even know. That's what I mean. I don't know what to think know. anymore. He's look the at the little mischievous smile. Mm -hmm. This kid's been setting his sister up with his mother and father for years. Years. Oh, yeah. You, 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 you make her the fall guy. I know you do. I, know. No. I got inside information. Yeah, right. I got inside information. I got Mrs. Yeah, Gump. Right. I got He's Mrs. Working Gump. He's working the angles. It's pretty scary. He's working the angles. That. Listen, you're, you're, you're making a name for yourself, Neil. I don't blame you. Think Listen, about, I've, I've, I've had to uh, I've had to stomp out some fires along my road too. But think about how you. I can, didn't do this on purpose, though. I really did. But see, I'll now curb, there's. The, I'll curb stomp your career, Grills fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be sitting here next week. But, but think, of, but think about how how brilliant it is to be Kaiser Sose. Mm -hmm. You know, so to go in there and do uh, Vermal Kint and do the limp and act like you don't know and you're nervous and you don't get it. And do the whole fake. I bet you he speaks like some, you know, ten languages. Some yeah. jazz musician. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, like, yeah. What's up, man? You know, <laughs> but, but me, when he's there, he's doing the whole farce thing, and he play playing dumb. He's gonna run the place. He's gonna run. The he's gonna be your boss in two years. Never suspected. Oh, he can have my Didn't job. Joe Salzone. I might have to put an APB out on Joe Salzone. Do we have to put a missing person? You did actually see him. You saw it with Salzone. And by busy, was he going to get coffee? To yeah. I talked to him. Did wow. he seem angry when you talked to him? Yeah, how was, how was his demeanor? He seemed like he didn't want to talk to me. Yeah, he's also he wearing... He gave me a look this morning. He's wearing a woman's shirt today, too, I noticed. So. He does that a lot. He's got that cross-dress thing going on. <laughs> he does. Joe Jenner. Uh. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a little cross thing going on. So frightening. Well, why don't we talk about the SU Louisville game at least a little bit, seeing that we're here. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> as long as we're here. Well, yeah. let's, let, let's talk about it. So, um, obviously, Dungy is you know, back in the saddle. There's not a dispute about that anymore. Um, fortunately for him, uh, he should be able to exploit Louisville uh, and throw for five or whatever. And again, you know, this is one of those things where, believe it or not, if they come in and score 50 like they did last game, He's right back in the Heisman conversation. I mean, I grant that he's not going to win it. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But I think it's really exciting to have a quarterback or a running back or a wide receiver or somebody at Syracuse. Absolutely. Not, not only are we are we ranked, and we could probably, if the right dominoes fall, we could be in the top 10 after this week because we should rightfully kill them. And if that happens and he has a good day and runs for one or two and throws for four, he's you know, number ten. You know, in the, in the in the Heisman watch. I think it's really great for the program. And three weeks ago, the fans wanted him benched. <laughs> Crazy, huh? Yeah, right. Crazy. And 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 I did like I did with Kelly. The, the the dismissal of Kelly for the starting job in Clemson was really the reason why I drove all the way down there with my kids all night to get to the game because I thought, you know what, this has got to come back and haunt Sweeney. It's got to. And sure enough, their quarterback got knocked out. And every, almost everything I said happened in that. Um, it was very close. We were one or two plays away from making that happen. Um, I, Louisville can't stop Syracuse in the Dome, can they? No. Uh, 21 is a lot, but i, I got to think they're going to win by more than three touchdowns, right? Lay the wood. If you build it, lay the the wood. What, what's holding you up on the three touchdowns, Josh? Yeah, what's going on over there, Josh? I don't, I don't, I don't feel like Babers is going to put his foot on Are the you kidding jugular. Me? I know that we all want him to because no, of what, Louisville does it to everybody, so they're getting it back this year. I think they will because they've 
kick Syracuse's ass the last two years. 118 points over the last two years. Well, you can call in at 315-437-7644. 315-437-7644. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do. The line in the game is 21. I'll give you 26 right now. We can bet whatever you want. So we can make it an interesting bet. You know, I got to come wash your car, or you got to come out here in the parking lot and wash mine. Or we'll come up with something fun. I'll give you 26 right now, and Syracuse is going to cover 26 points. So I'll give you five more points than is on the Vegas line. And people are wavering. Is 21 too much? So let's make it 26. Call in. Tell us what an interesting bet would be, and uh, we'll see if we can come to terms, my friends. Call into the show, and we'll that make some bets. Neil, you have to go screen calls. Yeah, no, we'll take you. them live. Taking them live was way more fun, wasn't it? Taking them live was way more fun. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Neil is very, very busy conniving his way into how he's going to run the entire operation and getting Joe fired. He has to, <laughs> he has to keep Joe fired now. So, you know, if something happens on the phone, it's going to be Joe's fault. Like, would you go to dinner with a listener? Would you bet dinner with a listener? Yes. Yes, I would. I would. I would absolutely so bet So you have dinner. to find somebody that's willing to take Louisville. No, no, no. I'm, uh, so the bet, the, would, the bet would be, here, here's what you know, <laughs> if I'm making the bet, I'm saying this. So we're going to you know Texas Day Brazil or one of those nice places, and the bet is if you win, I'm paying, and you're sitting at the table with me, and I'm paying. If you lose, you're sitting at another table, and you're paying for my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better bet. So look over and go, thank you, and wave at the person, and make a big scene of it. I like that better. Yeah. No, All right, I'm in. No, I'm not going to lose and then just turn around, and, 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 and if I win... I have no, no. Well, no. no I was just phone's ringing to, off the hook. By the way, can I, you see that? Yeah, I was just trying no to see. No one wants twenty six. Yeah, because try- everyone knows. Everyone knows. Circus are one. It's by a two four. minute delay. It takes a little bit. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. That what it is? Yeah. Oh, I could see. I think. I think Joe Salzone's intercepting all the calls. He's rerouted them. He's sabotorial trying to get his job back. He misses us. Joe misses us. You screwed Joe. I didn't do it on purpose. I, I really didn't. I, I I don't know. I buy it. I Neil. really didn't. No, seriously. It on in, in that situation, say talk to Paulie from now on. I, I will. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. Uh, uh, that was ballsy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, I don't think you're yeah, doing let, it anymore, bro. Yeah, they, yeah, they let you. Right, right. Can you imagine? I think I'm they at, fired you. Well, yeah, yeah. Nah, you, you, know, you know what's going to be really funny? We're, we're going to be driving home or we're going to be driving somewhere this afternoon and we're going to hear Infante go, for some reason, Seth was let go. Joining me is Neil Boddicker. <laughs> He's going to be on every yeah, show now. Exactly right. Cody Mack is on the. See you, Cody. Hey, I'm, I'm Forrest hey, with Josh. He's going to call uh, Joe Sells on later tonight. Hey, they closed the office on Monday. Don't bother coming <laughs> yeah, exactly. in. He's going to sabotage yeah. them. And one more thing before we go to break. Neil did something, as another thing as we were coming on the air today. Neil did an impersonation of Neil. Yeah, he did Neil. So he did an impersonation of us doing Neil. So mm-hmm. let's, okay, I would let's like hear to it. hear it. Let's hear it. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we do that higher pitch yeah. voice than we do? Hi. Jo- that's what Josh does. He'll be like, hey. Josh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's do it. Sounds like RuPaul. Do, do, do. Hi. Can, can you do can you do him right now so we can hear him do you doing him? Hey guys, it's Neil. Neil Bodeker. He does do it. You're right, Neil. That was that was accurate. Now go ahead. Now go ahead. Hey Josh. How's it going? <laughs> I've been I've been doing it to Josh for like a couple yes. weeks. It always gets him to laugh. Yeah, All right, let me does. ask you a question. Can you do Josh? No. Can you do me? No. I don't think I'm so. easy. You can do me, right? No, I, I'm not good. At, I'm not good at voices. Easy. I'm not good at voices. It's, it's, sometimes, sometimes it's not about the voice. Sometimes, like to do, just be a dick. Just, <laughs> <laughs> no, Josh, you just find the one affect about you. Find the one affect. 
So Daniel's, to do Daniel, you just do this. <laughs> you emphasize his smoky, no, smoky voice. And uh, and it's it, and with Paulie, it's kind of like he's a. Uh, you you got to be Canadian. Like, I don't want to do those things. I'm trying to do my job. It's hey Neil, how's your mom doing? Yeah, yeah there how's you your go. mom doing? <laughs> I banged your dad last night. Oh That's my all it God. is. Yeah. Don't want to kill my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I will say out of all of the voices, though, Neil, yours is my favorite to do. It is. Thank yeah. you. It is. It really, it is. really is. You know is. what's really funny? We'll go to break on this note. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm going through. My wife, my wife loves to watch Naked and Afraid, mm-hmm. and she's the last person on the planet that would ever go to a place where bugs could bite her. Mm-hmm. So I think it intrigues her because she looks and goes, oh, my God. So we're watching Naked and Afraid last night, and I'm scanning through the channels, and just one or two, you know, on the on the uh, search board uh, when you're look, doing the menu of what shows um, is uh, is Forrest Gump. And yeah, so I, and so I, you know, that's one of those movies where it, it got so much attention, and everything. And I it, really, I never, I thought it was a pretty simple role to play, but I, 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 I you just find yourself watching it, and so I'm watching it, and I'm thinking the entire time of Neil, I'm thinking <laughs> where does the sound come from because you know, if you have a mother that was Cajun, if you have you know um, uh, someone that speaks French, you understand that that was spoken in the house. They, the, you're from Auburn, New York. Where do you end up hmm. sounding like? The only this? thing I can think of is my grandma because she has a southern accent. But you, you know, he doesn't. A, he doesn't have a southern accent. He has. A, he has like it's more of a. It's a drawl. It's though. an anxious drawl, meaning he's a he's afraid of he might say the wrong thing, so he takes his time with it. <laughs> Man, there's something very, 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 very strange about mm-hmm. all of it. All right, we got to take a break. Right, yes, there it is. Let's go to break, and we'll be right back with more. I'm so excited. It's time for. Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't. Uh, um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. You understand me? Daniel Baldwin show. What do you got, Josh? So what? Brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. All the games, delicious food, voted best sports bar by the readers of the Syracuse New Times. Wildcat in Camillus. After multiple teams reached out to him, CC Sabathia decided to stay in the Bronx and signed a one-year deal worth $8 million with the New York Yankees. Cool. Not bad. I, I love CC. One of my favorite Yankee pitchers in the last 10 years. More than he loves food? You know what, though? He's still throwing that, that monstrous that slider meatball. in there. No, he's a great pitcher. Is this his last year? I don't know. He says he wants. Do you want one more World Series before he hangs it up in the well, New York Post interview? This is his last year. What if someone that needs him offers him ten? And, yeah. You know. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I think that's got to be part of it. Um, if he throws and 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 goes ten and ten, you know, what I mean, it, it will depend on the run support that happened. I mean, if he's throwing crappy, no one's going to sign him. But he's such a veteran. And he knows so many hitters. You, you kind of like having him on the staff. I mean, I think he helps guys in the bullpen and. Um, he's a good presence, and he's a good he's he's a good guy. Now listen, he knew he had to have known that by throwing that ball at that guy this year, that was one of the coolest things that happened in sports. He beans a guy knowing that he's not going to get the and he gets ejected from the game, and he's an inning and a half short of a five hundred thousand dollar bonus in his claws, and he went right up there like a man and just chucked it at him. <laughs> I, mean, I love that. I love that story. I mean, went nine the, and seven last year with a three six five ERA. Yeah, and I think he'll probably... Serviceable. Right. I think he's a guy that, you know, he goes in and he... He's uh, yeah. 70, so he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love CeCe. I say that's not a so what. 
Floyd Mayweather may may not be fighting uh, on New he Year's Eve. He is not. Yeah, as far as I know, he's not. Newsweek says he's hinting at not. So is he officially backed out? Yeah, I thought so. Well, I know the the, the terms that I heard. That's why they're not going to get into it. Is um, he doesn't want to just straight box Floyd. Um, so he either wants to kickbox, he wants to, I mean, he wants to add some type of thing to it, which would be a suicide mission for Floyd. Why would he do that? Unless Floyd does not appear to be the type of guy that would go in there and and knowing that he's going to lose, he's not that guy that's going to just take. Yeah, he said chin. he never agreed to this fight. Right, which is yeah, that's the point. He never agreed to the fight that they're putting on now. He was told it was going to be an exhibition for a bunch of rich people. He was going to go over there and get paid $100 million by a bunch of rich people to fight this guy, and now it's become a big deal. And right. Some people are claiming he finally saw the guy kickbox, and I mean, the guy's a, a murderer. He's really, right. really right. dangerous. Yeah. So they're thinking maybe he saw the footage. He's 20, Floyd's 41. I mean, this guy, there's a video of him doing like a flying knee kick across the ring. The guy's intense. So maybe well, he saw that. Or maybe he just Well, I don't think, I, you know, if, if Floyd, even a 41, said... I'll just straight Marcus of Queensbury box this guy. I don't care what he does. I think Floyd would kill him. But I don't know because if all you're doing is taking the, the kickboxer still boxes. He's you know. I'm not saying that this kid isn't skilled. I'm saying that this fighter we're talking about in Floyd Mayweather is probably the best fighter, pure boxer in the history of boxing. Yeah, but he's also he's forty now. Yeah, and then you watch him go ahead and tomahawk slam dunk with his elbow over the rim. But he's, you know, he... he I think he, he knows what he's getting into and he's pulling the plug. I don't think he's afraid of that. I, I think they can't come to terms. He knows, well, you know what? It's all speculation. So at the end of the day, I don't care. What I think is really more likely to happen because the MMA guys are much more likely. I mean, if you were to have asked with all the hype and all the other stuff... um, um our Irish buddy, if he, if he thought he really had a chance of outboxing Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather let him fight for a few rounds to give the people their money's worth. He could have knocked him out in the first round. And the guy that just beat, uh, um, what, what what is his name? I can't even think of his name right now. Um, the kid from Ireland. Uh, oh, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, great. Couldn't, couldn't think of his name. Um, the guy that just beat McGregor. Now, there's the one that everyone logically is saying, will he come in and box? If he came in and tried to box, box Floyd Mayweather, Floyd could knock him out in the first round. Yeah. First round. But you know what? That'll be the fight that he does. Because, again, who's not going to go in there knowing he's going to win for $120 million? And the MMA guys are used to beating the crap out of each other. So he's looking at it going, if I fight McGregor or fight somebody else, I'm not making $20 million. So am I going to get in there for $80 million and fight? Of course he is. I'm saying this kid that he's going to fight or was going to fight in Japan could beat him. In a straight boxing match? Yes. Not a prayer. Not a prayer. He wouldn't be backing out of it. This kid's 20 in kickboxing. He doesn't have a prayer. Mayweather knocks him out in two rounds. See, I'm with Paulie. I think he backs out because this, this kid is legit. I'll show you footage of He's him. Not, Mayweather not in his prime, not a problem. This dude is 40 now. Right. Mayweather knock him out in two rounds. You old people stick together. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, You're older than Mayweather. Mayweather. <laughs> exactly. You're older than Mayweather. <laughs> obviously, we don't have a game you're going to or anything today. You no, I the... do. I have a game. I'm very busy. I was about to say, what is it with the outfit? I'm used to seeing you so GQ'd lately. I got to go get my car fixed do again. You, do you know that my niece, Jacqueline, Jacqueline, who has guest starred on, on our show numerous times, has also guest starred on the show several times, posing as my sister, Beth. Um, but with that said, Jacqueline sent me... <laughs> here's the t- 
text. This is the abuse I get from my family. She writes, this show sucks without me. You need me. And then she writes, Neil. How dare you, Jacqueline? Jacqueline, call into the show. 315-437-7644. 315-437-7644. Let me text it to you because I know you're not writing it down. I know you're not really doing anything either. Ah. Um, yeah, call us and tell us. Tell us why. Maybe what would you do, bring to the show? Yeah, I want to know. I want to know what do you bring? Why do I go to the Boobies? great? The great. Um, wow. well, yeah. What's wrong with you? It's my niece. Huh? Not my niece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs are on a twelve-game winning streak. I'm Not so... in football, but in coin tosses, they have done something that only a few teams have done before. They have won 12 straight coin tosses. Oh God, why did you have to say that? They're my big game. Who keeps the record? The record is 14. Elias, one of those. The Chicago Bears had 14 straight coin toss wins in 2016, as well as the Detroit Lions, who had 14 straight in 2004. In 2013, the Carolina Panthers went 13 straight coin tosses. Okay, so here's the thing. Now... If you go into some of the walk-up older uh, venues in Las Vegas, like, you know, Binion's is famous for this. They've got, they used to have a, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to have a window guy that you could go up to and say, hey, I want to bet against Kansas City on the toss. And he would give you whatever the odds are, and you can make a cash bet on stupid yeah, stuff. Like there, do you realize that there's an under and over on how long the national anthem yep. is sang yeah. in the Super Bowl. They're the best. So, so someone's rendition of it could be an extra two set, but they set a line and you bet under a Our next so what, Jacqueline's on the phone. Oh, burn. Wow. Yeah. What do you got, Smacky? Yo. Yeah, what's up, G? Yeah, you guys need me. I know, well, we're hearing and I'm reading your texts, and I, and I hear when you tell me that. I think what we want to know, the three of us, Josh... Uh, and Paulie and I are here. What is it that you think that you're bringing to the show that I need to go to the great Ed Levine and tell him that you need to be on the show all the time? Tell, tell, all right, make well, your, listen, make your Paulie plea. Already, Paulie already pointed out one of the things. <laughs> See, DNA. I'm, I'm, I've been in this business long enough. So, bro. so your hotness? Your hotness? I, I'm, bringing, I'm bringing some hot DNA. <laughs> I am also an advocate for... Um, Neil. Okay, you oh, may not want to say that out loud. Right, yeah, yeah, you want to be careful. No, let her speak. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, Neil needs me. You guys need me. The show sucks without I need me. To be, like, I'm just being honest. <laughs> I need to be nuzzled in your breast like a little right? boy. Yeah. Right? So, so, you, so you're no, coming in to breastfeed Neil. I know Neil, I don't know else? anything about sports. But that like, would make everybody just, on the show. I make it fun. <laughs> okay. So you guys, need, you guys need a chick in there. You need a girl with a with a, a different perspective. It's just it's like a schlong fest in there. Okay, why don't you find us one? <laughs> it's hard to find a woman that uh, can get within Paulie's restraining order. He has a lot of them out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, I miss you guys. I do, and I I have a, a present that I was supposed to come in with. So did you get I it? don't know if if Ed did you get it on. <laughs> I got it. Oh my God! You got to come in wearing that. You got to come. I in will. Wearing. I will next Friday, or maybe. I mean, it doesn't have to be a Friday. I can come in any day. Right? They're, they're any, not here next Friday. Can, come in any day you want. Yeah, we're down in there. Uh, listen, New York. why do you guys put up a poll? Bring Beth back. We yeah, but we're not. We have Alec coming on. Guess what? We all get smoked by Alec. So they okay, did. Listen. Yeah. Me poll of me and him. Um, I'll definitely win. Okay, send your hottest. Send us your hottest thing. We'll put the picture up yeah. there too. 
Yeah, you're you're oh my God, I'm doing it right now. Okay. Is it okay if it's from like 10 years ago? Doesn't matter. Send heat. Are you... <laughs> Were you working on All the right. poll back then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I working on what? The poll. Were, were you working on the poll during the shot? I'm working on the poll. Working on the poll, yeah. dude. What does the nationality and being Polish have to do with anything I want to know? How dare you? Uh, all right, Smoking Jack, we're going to go to break. We're going to be right back after this. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. This hour of the Daniel Baldwin Show is brought to you by Cam's Pizzeria and Baldwinsville Gentle Dentistry. Go to sleepwellbeville.com. So last night, um, we see the Carolina Panthers, who had been on a three-game winning streak, roll into Pittsburgh, who was on a four-game winning streak. And uh, as the three of us uh, correctly predicted, minus four points, Pittsburgh at home. And they just shelled them. They shelled them. And, and this kid, Connor, is really, uh, you know, he's an integral part of the offense. Uh, Roethlisberger threw for, what, five touchdowns? I mean, uh, I mean, it was just, you know, they, they beat the crap out of him. Um, they're on a roll right now, Paulie, and, they're, and this is your team, and they're playing really, really well. Um, and here comes Le'Veon Bell. Now, I, now I realize that, who who doesn't want to have that? But is he going to be? Uh, why would you want to have Le'Veon Bell there at all right now? I don't think that they necessarily need him or uh, want him to come back, and I don't think he's guaranteed to come back. Uh, I think his agent found a loophole in the CBA where he may not have to play this year at all. But but now you've got Connor in the uh, concussion protocol for this week after that game, and if he can't play, you need him back. You know, so so he's in the protocol. Uh, lay that out for me. That means we have to do an assessment of him yeah, on Monday or he, Tuesday, or yeah, and then whether or not he can play the following week. Mm. You're having Le'Veon Bell on the bench, or you know, is a very good thing to do if you're the Steelers. But it's also to the point now where hey, you know, we got this far without you, kid. Well, but this goes back to um, you know other legendary players. You know, the first one that comes to my mind in, in this era is Terrell Owens, you know, and so by having Terrell Owens, who it was a gifted physical specimen and a fine athlete, and he did it with multiple teams, and he was always a threat, uh, a seasoned veteran, and a producer of yardage and touchdowns, the whole bit, but he was such a pain in the ass in the locker room and such a distraction many times, you know, and you don't want young players. You know, here's another, for instance, if there was ever, if it was ever going to happen, although it's a lunch pail the Buffalo Bills are that kind of lunch pail type of um, fan base. Uh, I love the Bills. I, I, I love you know the the base of people up here in Syracuse and Buffalo, uh, and the work ethic and all of it. Um, and I, I suggested during the dinner to Jim Kelly, are they not the most logical target to sign Kaepernick? And and, I'll t- and, I'll t- and let me explain because they've got a young quarterback. Um, they're they're in big trouble as far as the backup. Peterman is just you know let's face it, Nathan's done in football probably after this year. I can't imagine, you know, whether he deserves it or not. The the the, the circumstances around his play, I'm not going to try to justify or or vilify him, but I will say he's probably done in football after this year. I don't think anyone's going to pick him up. So with that said, 
Josh Allen, not sure if he's going to play. He's questionable. But to have a guy who has played in the league for several years, has gone to a Super Bowl, is probably a better backup, I would say, even right now, walking off the street than Nathan Peterman. Uh, and what a what a story for the Bills. You know, I, so I, I I thought and Jim Kelly told me I was crazy that the fan base up there would never accept him. Yeah, bu- Buffalo's a uh, a blue collar city. Right, right. So I I was told, yeah, there's no way. But talk about what a great story. You know, distraction for Mc, for, uh, for McDonough. You know, with the, that they're 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 going to be, um, you know, a terrible team this year. Um, but 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 back to what we're talking. Le'Veon Bell coming back. There are linemen that have come right out. Josh and I were talking about it earlier. That have said, yeah, no, we don't even we don't want him back. You know, what I mean, so there's a real betrayal. Well, why would you? Because he's going to come back. You, they they expect him to come back in Pittsburgh. So. Well, th- does he expect some kind of big fanfare? Like everyone's going to be excited to see him? Well, it, it doesn't hurt to have an all-pro running back, the I best get, running back on your team. Yeah, but that aside, it's more of a personal story. I, I get that. And the sad thing about sports and where they've gone to now um, is that, you know, if he comes out... Now, now again, the protocol thing would be watch how fast... And I, and I believe in these conspiracies. Watch how fast management says, yeah, hold him out. Because that puts Le'Veon in a hero, in a hero spot. spot. He gets to come out, and if he plays well, watch how fast they all go. Where to go, Lev? Where to help us out, bud? Where to take it for the team? You know, and come out there. Connor was hurt, but what do you do? What do you say to Connor? Well, the bottom line is everybody on that team wants to win a Super Bowl, and whether or not you, you like the guy or not, if he helps your chances of winning a Super Bowl, you you got to play him. It's not that easy. I don't. It think is it's that, that easy. I don't think it's, it's that easy. I don't. And I and don't. You, injuries happen. Like they they could possibly have an injury situation this year, and if you need a backup, why would you not want Le'Veon Bell as your backup? Okay, okay. So so he comes back, and here's the worst case scenario for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he comes back, and Connor can't play this week. Connor can't play. He's on protocol. They're not going to risk it. And Le'Veon Bell comes back and runs for 150 yards, and and they win the game. And then you got next week, and Connor's back. Who starts? So what's Connor. That? Connor starts for sure. Yes. Well, that does not jibe with what you're telling because it's the NFL and you. So, it, Le'Veon Bell is a better running back than Connor. He's diversified. He catches the ball better. Connor's than been there all season, though. You got it. You so gotta, you're saying Connor comes back and takes the starting position after? Yeah, Le'Veon. and Le'Veon's gone after this season. He's not going to be a Steeler again. So you're going to make Le'Veon the backup to Connor once Connor's healthy? Yeah, and I bet sure. you Le'Veon Bell would prefer that because he's not going to be a Steeler and he wants a contract next year and he doesn't want to get hurt. So. So is there just no of that pride or anything in Bell? He's just all about the money. He's that guy. He's Apollo Creed. and I, I don't necessarily think that. I think the Steelers kind of just used the, the the rules as they are to pay the guy, and he wants to make more money, and he knows if he sat out this year, he's going to get a bigger contract, and he's not going to get hurt. If he got hurt this year, It's all he's about done. the Benjamins. Yes. Just all about the Benjamins. It's how you've got to make as much money as you can. I, I'm on both sides of the fence. There's no Willis Reed, you know, coming out of the locker room to start Game Seven with the injury. He doesn't care. He's going to fire up the. Do you remember the scenario? He might in 73? do that. If it's do you remember the scenario in '73? I was one. <sighs> do I remember it? Was it? Amazing. I was 13. My hero, Big Willis, comes out knees tore up. Not going to play near the end of his career. The Knicks are in the Game Seven, and. Willis Reed comes hobbling out. No, you know he can't play. He's not going. He didn't play in the first six games. Comes hobbling out and goes out on the court. And, you know, makes a couple of shots when they take him out. But it fired everybody up so much, putting a risk. You know, 
his leg for good going out there. I mean, we the need NBA. A, like, like we have a Nostradamus open, we need a uh, a fireside chat <laughs> open for when you start talking about things from 1973. Wow. Did the did, gather round? Uncle Daniel's about to tell you about a story. <laughs> oh my God. Did uh, did Le'Veon Bell sacrifice all of his money for this year if he doesn't come back? He doesn't, does he get paid Le'Veon something? Bell's no, a, no, he won't get Le'Veon paid this Bell's year. Le'Veon Bell's a pig. <laughs> oh, my pig. He's a total pig. He doesn't care about anyone else but himself. He goes, what about what about all those fans that run around wearing his jersey in Pittsburgh? And he, ha- you know, wh- why? Because he couldn't have played for fourteen million. You know, he couldn't have played for for sixty thousand dollars a carry. Have we <laughs> even toyed with the idea that maybe Neil just told Le'Veon Bell not to go to practice? <laughs> I mean, maybe he just said, "Neil, get in here real quick." <laughs> Le'Veon, they said they don't need you. Forrest, this week. where are you? <laughs> We gotta take a quick. He's break. Start, he's no, we can't take a quick break. Too. One second, hang on. Forrest, hurry up! All right, do me a favor. Check with Joe Salzone. Tell him we need him to come in right away. Oh, all right. He's so you want to go to break? Me. You want to get an answer? Let's get the. We answer gotta go him. to break because we mean? we've got to be out on time today. You just go. You just, we just closed it down. With it. What? You've got a national oh radio God, segment at eleven. Came back to we gotta take a break. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. What did he say? What did uh? Oh, I gotta turn your stupid mic. He's on. talking with Mimi and Gomez right now, and I knew I shouldn't interrupt that. Oh, I would have barged right in. You're his boss, right? I mean, you could just walk in there you and tell him what time him. it is. Yeah, you fired him. No, I didn't. Can you fire Gomez and Lisa? <laughs> no. Can we just do this as like a running show from six in the morning right through? We've right. got to make our picks. We've got two minutes. And he didn't draw anything. We don't draw for that show. I, I, I would have seen that. What you, how dare you tell me what to do on my show? <laughs> well, you could um, have. I could have. Uh, Syracuse minus 21. I'm taking Cuse. Cuse. I take Louisville. Wow! I don't you? think they cover. You? Cuse. Cuse. Do you know what Josh's uh, theory is on all this, too? Is He always says, you take the you take the favorite. Me? Yeah, you say that every week. You just take I the favorite. He's made his pick. He's made his no, pick. No, but I'm pi- I, don't I, want think, to know I don't think they put three. I don't think they put them there was a There was a glitch with the phone. We had thousands of calls coming in from my bet. Um, so what are we betting? You and me? I'm giving you the 26. I'm going to 26. I'm giving you five more. You got lo- you're already taking my 21. I'm giving you 26. Okay. Uh, loser buys me and Polly lunch. Or you, uh, and, or you and Polly. All right. I like this bet. I can't hear this. Who are you? No, I yeah, you I'll yes. Fine. I'll just bring the company card. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a company card? <laughs> oh God. That's so wrong. I think they're gonna put a hurting on a little bit. I don't think they're gonna A hurting, but they're not gonna win by three touchdowns? No, I think that's, that's right. what are you trying to talk about the bet for? You just I've already made the bet. I made the bet. I'm just talking about the, the game now. I made the bet, right? Talking about the game. Made the bet. All right. Made the bet. Made the bet. Uh, coming up on the Dan Levitard show at the top of the hour. Uh, uh, yeah, we've got. Uh, so stay tuned and listen uh, because uh, we're going to be on picking the games, doing the uh, celebrity prognosticator segment on the Dan Levitard show with supposedly my brother Alec. All right. We got to be out because we don't want to miss it.